<laughs> All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. When this life is over, I'm
I would like to say I'm glad to be here this morning and each day I feel like I'm improving and uh, the physical therapy that I'm where they're coming out and doing my therapy she said I'm doing great I don't think so but they think so so I just want to get well too <laughs> When you take that therapy, don't
Happy birthday to Danny. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday, brother. Yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, God bless you. Happy birthday to you. the singing this morning our last service was the end of last year we're at a <clears throat> new year this is a first Sunday service of 2024 I was listening to Sharon sing that song I'll fly away and I thought about that airplane and thought it was going to fly away and at 16,000 feet a door flew off of it and they had to bring it back around land it try it again but I'm glad we ain't got to worry about the door falling off when we fly away. Hallelujah. Oh, he can sit there if he wants to. That's up to you. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm glad one day we will take our flight. One day we will leave out. The world will make up some kind of lie. Some UFO landed, you know, and, and stole us away. But we'll know where we're at. And it won't be too long. They'll know where we're at. Amen. So we'll come back with him when he comes back. Boy, is he ever going to sit 
a house in order when he does. Amen? Amen. Right now there's a calm before the storm, but buddy, when he sets his foot down, oh my, is this world going to be in trouble. <clears throat> a lot of people are sick right now. A lot of churches are having to close. Uh, notice where one of them was in the middle of revival. They had been revival because of sickness. They had canceled the service on Thursday night. And uh, they're going to try to have service today. But I'll say this about that. We need to use all the caution you can. Uh, this ain't no laughing matter. I'll tell you, if you're sick, stay home. And uh, that's the best advice I could give you. Other advice be get you plenty of chicken noodle soup. And uh, get you some... Y'all go some warm salt water, heat you up some chicken noodle soup, pepper the bar out of it, hope for the best. If that don't work, get you a gallon of gasoline, drink about half of it. Amen. Whatever you got to do to get through it, amen. But uh, these old frail bodies, Psalm just said in Psalms 39, verse 4, Lord, help me know how frail I am. Sometimes you don't need no help. You can figure that on your own. But there is a lot of sickness going around right now. Sister Rita's sick. <clears throat> Lucy's sick. Sarah's home taking care of Lucy and uh, Mark's wife Kay uh, she's still in the hospital I'll be going out there to see her after church today uh, <clears throat> her oxygen level's low uh, her hemoglobins are low they gave her two units of blood and uh, if she does get level well they're going to send her to rehab I talked to Bonnie on the way over they're going to send her to rehab try to get her back on her feet I'll tell you, buddy, if the Lord don't come, we're all going to find ourselves in that category of not being able to go. Samson said, I'll go as other times, and he didn't go as at other times. That'll happen to us one day. We'll think we're going to get up and go. We won't be able to get up and go. My wife this week, uh, she always is rich on our house, got to have uh, fried joe, black eyed peas, and cabbage. Well, she ate too much cabbage about two days before she could eat anything. She's sick and I don't know what. Sicker than a dog for about two days. She ate too much of that cabbage. And uh, anyway, uh, she's a little better today. Matter of fact, she got her appetite today. She said, what are we going to eat for dinner? And uh, we'll, we'll work on that when we get home. I don't know. I can eat about anything. She needs to be careful what she eats. Amen? But uh, here we got a brand new year. Uh, this is an election year. Brace yourself. I've never seen so much underhanded in my life. <laughs> I've never seen so many uh, under the table kind of things they're doing. But, uh, you know, we still live in the most blessed country in the world. I've heard several people say, if you visit a third world country, you'll come over here and kiss the ground. When you get back, we, we really are blessed to live in America. That's why so many people are trying to get here. But better than America is that a heavenly land that we'll go to. And a lot of people don't beat us there. We'll catch up with them. And when we do, we'll realize, boy, what God went away prepared for us. The Bible says, the Lord, uh, there's a rest for the people of God. Let every man strive to enter in. Uh, it's a glorious rest. We'll rest my labor. You don't have to worry about nothing once you get there. But down here, there's a devil. So uh, keep your armor on. Keep your guard on. And uh, be looking for that glorious appearing of the Lord. We'll get out when he does show up. Amen. I don't think I've got any announcements to make. I really enjoyed that Christmas play. I thought it was wonderful. I appreciate the little ones. I appreciate Rita working with our little ones. And uh, real, real blessing. I uh, see so many little ones. Most churches are dying today. 
One reason they're dying, they don't have no little ones. Right. And pretty soon we hit that threshold, we can't do nothing. And I tell you, we'd be better off to have more little ones. Amen. Because we're leaving out. One by one, we're leaving out. Amen. All right, let's get our Bibles open up. Genesis chapter 4. And uh, we'll read our text, have a word of prayer. We've got several we want to pray for. With Genesis chapter 4. I had this thought earlier in the week. And I kind of like it. I'll be honest with you. I'm looking forward to preaching today. We'll read the first 16 verses of Genesis chapter 4. It says, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived. Now, nowadays you got the pronoun problem. got to get everybody's pronoun right. I don't know if they can get it right. I've never seen such a confused bunch in my life. They're more confused than a term out in the wooden yo-yo. They don't know whether they're going up or down. But, uh, you know, they, they think, you know, somehow they're going to pull this off. But there's only one way to have a child. Adam knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And again, she bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, and that's real important. If anybody ever asked you where Cain got his wife, there it is right there. I don't know how many years that is. But it says, and in process of time, it came to pass. That could have been years. Nobody knows how old Cain was. In process of time, it came, well, Eve was the mother of all living. So we know where he got his wife. But I want you to notice that uh, that process of time is, is something to take in consideration when you're trying to answer somebody said, what can you do to it? Well, here, here's, a, here's a better. Verse 20 of Genesis chapter 3, Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. So that's where he got his wife from, his mother. But it says, uh, Cain brought her the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstling of his flock and the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shall Thou not be accepted, and if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass, again there's that word, came to pass, that uh, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not, am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now thou art cursed from the earth, which have opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tellest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive, Cain was the first fugitive. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, 
And from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And uh, it shall come to pass that every one that findeth me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. Uh, we'll stop our reading right there. Uh, we're going to be preaching today on Cain's walk. We mentioned last Sunday about Enoch walked with God and he was not. God took him. We talked about Noah walked with God and uh, God, you know, didn't take him, but Noah and Enoch were both preachers. And one preached about the coming of the Lord, and he showed up. One preached about the judgment coming, and God got him through the judgment, and the judgment did show up. But we want to go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for what scripture we've read, how, Lord, relevant it is for the day and hour which we're living in today. Lord, I pray you'd help us, Lord, to be doers, not hearers only. The Word of God, we might, oh Lord, uh, be able, Lord, to give an account one day. Father, we've done the best we could. Uh, Lord James said, uh, deceiving our own selves. We don't want to do that. We want to do what's right in your sight. Lord, we want to be a blessing, not a burden. Lord, we don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. Lord, we want to do that, Lord, which is our reasonable service. Bless this service today. We pray for Sister Rita. Uh, Lord, uh, they think she may have COVID. I don't know. But if she does, Lord, I pray you'll be with her. Uh, get her through it. Heal her of it. I pray for her family, Lord, that you'd keep them safe. And Lord, I, I pray they'll use every precaution they can. And Lord, we pray for little Lucy. Brother Patrick said, Lord, she's running the fever, not feeling well. Pray you be with her and help her, Lord. And help Sarah and the others, Lord, Father, Chase Micah. Help them, Lord, I pray, to use all the caution they can. Lord, uh, we just pray for our Lord. Sick, that, Lord, they might get better. We pray, Father, Lord, for our Lord, uh, uh, Sister Kay, Mark's wife, pray for Mark, uh, got chronic pain. We pray for him. Pray for his wife, Kay, still in the hospital. Well, we went out there to see her last Sunday, and we'll be going to see her again here in a minute. Lord, we just put her in your tender care. You're the great physician. You're the good shepherd. Lord, you tend to your sheep, and I pray you'll help Kay, help her, Lord, not only to get out of that hospital, Lord, but Lord, if she does have to go to rehab, Help her, Lord, to get all of that behind her and get back home. We pray for her and Brother Mark. Lord, I pray for all the sick out there, Father. Uh, Sister Vonnie still recovering. Uh, Lord, I mentioned to me this morning she couldn't eat no biscuit and gravy and said she loves biscuit and gravy. Help her, Lord, to get her health back. And Sister Carolyn said she's been doing so much better. We thank God for that, Lord. Prayers have been lifted up for all of these that we've mentioned. We pray for all of those that are sick in the church. We notice several not here this morning, Lord. And, and we just pray for them, God. We pray, Lord God, that you would visit them with healing their wings and help them, Lord, to get better and help them, Lord, to, to get back. We, we would like to start this year out, Lord, uh, uh, with our foot in the right direction. Father, help us, I pray. And I pray for those who been distant from the house of God. I pray, Lord God, they get back in, get their family in. I believe time's at hand. I believe, the Lord, the, the, the hour's short. I, I believe, Father, we need to be more 
Uh, Lord, aware of what's coming our way. Lord, help, I pray. Bless your children, I pray. And bless this message. May you get honor and glory here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm, I'm preaching on Cain's walk. Like I said, we preached last Sunday on Enoch's walk. He walked with God. Genesis 5, 22-24. And uh, in, uh, Noah walked with God. Genesis 6, verse 9. But Cain, he also walked with God. He just walked contrary to God. There's a lot of people like Cain today. I'm telling you. When the Bible says Enoch walked with God, that means step for step they fellowship one with another. And uh, I tell you, I, I like that kind of walk. The Bible says we walk in the light, he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another in the blood of his son Jesus cleansed this small sin, but Cain's walk was contrary. Uh, they walked with God. He walked contrary to God. And verse number 3 mentioned about his offering was contrary. You know, I, I can't prove this, but I, I believe the reason that Abel offered the first one of his flock, now, like I said, I can't prove this. This is kind of speculation. But when Adam and Eve had sinned, the Bible says that God made them coats. Uh, says here, he, uh, uh, hold on a second here. Looked in the wrong Bible this morning. God made coats of them. Well, come on, Brother Eddie. Maybe I'm on the wrong page here. Oh, I am. No wonder. And the Lord here, He made coats for them here in verse number 21 of Genesis chapter 3. I was on the wrong side of the page. Under Adam and his wife, did the Lord make coats of skins and clothe them? Now, Proverbs chapter number 27, verse 26 says, Lambs are for thy clothing. Now, I don't know that God killed lambs, but He did kill animals because they wore animal skins and fig leaves. Wasn't no blood shed in those fig leaves, but there was blood shed for this covering that God made unto Adam and his wife. And uh, Cain, uh, you know, Abel, I think he observed that. Uh, but here, Cain's offering was contrary to that blood offering. In uh, verse number 3 there, it says he made an offering of the fruit of the ground unto the Lord. Somebody said you can't get blood out of a turnip. Well, it's a pretty good uh, where it probably came from. I don't know, but whatever he had, I guess he polished it up pretty good. I guess it looked good to the eye of man. But God's looking for something that's got the blood on it. He said there in Exodus chapter number 12, when I see the blood, I'll pass over Christ, I'll pass over Lamb. His blood cleansed us. Amen. It was a bloodless offering is what I'm trying to say. And uh, his offering was one of works. Uh, John chapter 6 uh, verse number 28, there's a bunch come to Jesus. Self-righteous bunch, about like Cain. And they said, Lord, what work shall we work that we might work the works of God? I guess they were kind of caught off guard by the answer that Jesus gave them. But Jesus said, this is the work of God that you believe on Him whom He sent. You see, there's no, no boasting in that kind of work. It's faith 
Uh, you're believing in the finished work of Calvary. And uh, that's the kind of work that God will accept. Here Cain is bringing his works to God and God did not show any respect to it. It says uh, the Lord had no respect there in verse number 5. And the Bible tells us, uh, you know, not by works of righteousness as we have done, Titus chapter 3 verse 5, but uh, He saved us by the worship and regeneration of the Holy Ghost. Works and salvation are kind of one and the same. You can't see faith without works. James said, I'll show you my faith by my works. But yet our works are in the sight of God, filthy rags. It ain't like I can do anything that would be of any benefit to God other than accept the finished work of His Son, Jesus. This whole world's got it so messed up. You're talking about muddy waters. And, and you know, there is some gratification to works. I do want to do that, which is right. And I think we to all strive to do right. The Bible tells us, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercy of God, you present your bodies, uh, living sacrifice, holy except one of God, which is your reasonable service. Romans 12, 1. Be not conformed to this world, be ready to transform by renewing your mind. You may prove what is that good and perfect will of God. There, verse number 2 of Romans chapter number 1. We're supposed to be zealous of good works, but we need to remember this. Works like Cain can never make us any better to God. That finished work of Calvary, we're complete by that finished work. Uh, nothing can be added to that. Nothing can be taken away from that. But I want you to know, Cain's walk was contrary. His offering was contrary. He could have got his offering accepted. Abel, he offered firstling of his flock, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering, but unto Cain his offering he had not respect. And not only did Cain's countenance fall, uh, you know, let me go back again to those works. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 9 says, Not of works, lest any man should boast. That's one reason works are kind of uh, opposite of God. But in Isaiah chapter 65, verse 5, like church has got this problem bad. Which say, I'm holier than you. Uh, come not near me. I'm, I'm above you. God said that's a smoke in his nostrils. An unquenchable fire to him. That uh, makes him mad. You know, I, I ain't got anything to offer God, but I can accept what he offered for me. In Luke chapter 18, verse 10 through 14, uh, there's two men went into the house of God and man won his affairs. See, he, he said, boy, I'm glad I'm not like other men. I pay my tithes. I fast twice in the week. And, and I, I'm not like this heathen over here. And you know that, that heathen over there. Uh, he didn't say anything, just smote his breast, said, God, be most for me a sinner. And God had respect to that heathen. And he had no respect to that Pharisee. But I want you to know, we got to be careful when it comes to what Cain wasn't careful. He was contrary. Amen. And verse 5 said, and his countenance fell. Mm. He didn't just get mad. The Bible says he got very mad there in verse number 5. Bible says this about anger. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. I've went to bed mad before. Some of y'all probably have too. Didn't sleep good neither. Hold up better off. Just say I'm sorry and get it over with. Sleep like a baby. I have. I went to bed mad. I've had that I'm right and you're wrong attitude many times. 
But he didn't just get mad, he got very mad. And kind of like Jonah, thought, you know, Jonah said, I do well to be angry, even under death. We, we need to be careful with anger. I know we all get mad. Donnie's telling me he got mad this week. It happens. But don't let it get the best of you. Don't go to bed mad. When you get ready to go to bed, say, Lord, I'm sorry, I've messed up again today. Help me do better tomorrow. Don't, don't go to bed mad. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Do something with anger. And just ask God to help you if you got a problem with anger. Amen. Cain's countenance fell. And like I said, he got very mad. And uh, God confronted him about his anger there in verse number 6. The Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? That's a fair question. <clears throat> and not only did the Lord confront him, but uh, he pretty much said, What are you mad about? You know, it didn't go his way. That's what he's mad about. Everything don't always go our way. I'd like for it to sometime. It's probably better that it doesn't. But things don't always go our way. I like it when they do. Even Jesus in the garden said, Not my will, but thine be done. Sometimes you just got to submit. Say, Lord, you're right, I'm wrong. When things don't go your way, Jesus said in Luke chapter 22, verse number 42, uh, He completely submitted and surrendered Himself to His Father's will. And He didn't get mad. He knew He was getting ready to wear a crown of thorns. He knew He was getting ready to be nailed to a cross. He knew He was getting ready to wear, you know, a... Uh, humility, be beaten and all of that. But God gave uh, Cain some advice. I found out most people are mad they're not open to advice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever tried to get anybody advice that's mad. Uh, even little Thomas, as small as he is, when they're mad, you forget it. <laughs> but they get mad, they're not open to advice. I mean, that righteous indignation. Whew! It's tough. I'd a better time talk to somebody. Don't talk to them when they're mad. Pray for them when they're mad. Amen. But God gave him some advice. Verse 7 says, If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? Cain could have been accepted. His offering could have been accepted. And if thou doest not well, and he didn't, sin lieth at the door. Then I guess Cain opened the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Cain may not have interpreted that right, but Cain uh, should have accepted that advice, but his answer was, instead of accepting it, his answer was, I'll show you. That's what Cain's, that's what his answer was. James chapter 4, verse 10 says, To humble yourself inside of God. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6 says, Humble yourself uh, before the Lord. Cain wasn't interested in humbleness. Uh, He's mad. Uh, Even with the advice God gave him, his answer was pretty much, I'll show you. Now, that's kind of why he killed his brother. Uh, It was venting his anger. Uh, It was spite. Uh, I don't know how you are with anger, but the best thing you do is maybe at least count to ten. Give it a chance, Amen. I mean, I have to admit, I probably waited more so lately than I did. Younger, I didn't wait. Younger, I was kind of like that boy climbed over that counter at that judge. Y'all see that video? Yeah. I said, that's kind of like me, you know, just out of control. And here she is. Thank God there was more people in the courtroom. 
that had the same mind she did that uh, this guy was wrong and she was right because she denied him parole and here he went over that counter. Well, that's kind of way Cain was. He, I'll show you, buddy. And, and you know, a lot of people have thought they could show God that, that uh, you know, they didn't have to do things his way, kind of like Frank Sinatra and I did it my way. Well, that's what Cain's doing here. His answer, instead of accepting God's advice, is his answer is, I'll show you. Cain's actions were contrary to God's advice. There, verse number 8. Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Uh, I didn't read that next verse of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26, where it says, Be ye angry and sin not, uh, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. The next verse says, Give no place to the devil. See, when you're mad, you're more apt to give place to the devil. And the Bible says the devil will come to kill, to steal, and destroy there in John chapter 10, verse 10. Cain's mad. He's not accepting God's advice. Uh, his attitude is, I'll show you. And mad like he is, with an attitude like he is, they're out there in the field, and he just takes matters in his own hand, rises up against his younger brother, and kills him. As bad as it is, it gets even worse. When God confronted him uh, about what he'd done there in verse number 9, look here at Cain. Uh, the Lord said unto Cain, Where's Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. That's just out and out lie. He just got through killing him. I know not. I don't know where he is. Like I told you, Cain's not. He's walking contrary to God. and He's just digging the, the pit a little deeper. He just make it worse, not better. A lot of people like Cain, instead of doing what's right, God said, if thou doest not well, if thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? Instead of doing right, people bent on doing it their way instead of God's way. And the hell bent, I guess. I used to be one of them. But I'm glad I'm going God's way now. Uh, I'll tell you, hallelujah. I'm glad I got off that crooked path and I'm on that straight way. But here, God uh, gave, you know, he, he asked him, where's your brother at? God confronted him and he lied and said, I know not. Not only did he lie, but he insulted God with sarcasm. Look here. He said, uh, am I my brother's keeper? That's, that's an insult to God. Not only did he lie in his answer, I, I don't know where he is, but uh, this, this rest of this, it's uh, sarcasm. Am I, am, I, am I my brother's keeper? Am I supposed to take, am I supposed to know where he's at? Am I supposed to, you know, be my brother's keeper? <laughs> and he just got through killing him with sarcasm here. Uh, no repentance, no sorrow. Uh, the voice of his brother's blood is crying out to God from the ground. Verse number 10. The Lord said, what hast thou done? God already knew what he'd done. But God's seeking repentance here. And there's not any. Says the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Uh, you know, I, I thought about all the blood that's been shed. They find bodies of people that have been abused, that have been abducted. They just throw them very damn like trash on the side of the highway, and they'll find them. And that blood of that person crying out to God. And I'm glad God hears that voice. I'm glad the, the voice of the blood of the innocent 
God hears that voice. Matter of fact, in Revelations chapter number uh, 6, verse 19, says they, uh, Revelation chapter 6, verse 10, can't even read my own writing, said they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, doest thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on earth? There's going to be a payday. There's going to be a day, buddy, when all the aborted babies, all the young girls that got abducted and sold into sex trafficking and all the drug dealers that beat their pants and stuff up, going to be a payday. All that innocent blood, God's going to bring out, boy, that, that great number right there, and boy, are there people going to give an account to God for what they've done? Cain gave an account. Uh, I'll tell you right now, he, he might have thought he was going to get away with what he done, but I'll tell you what, God brought it out to him here, and God says, uh, now thou art cursed from the earth. He got a curse on him. Which have opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood at thy hand. Cain thought he could somehow get away with it. You know the world thinks they can somehow get away with it. I believe it's Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Verse 14 says God will bring every work into judgment. Every good thing, whether it be uh, good or evil. Uh, he's going to bring it all out. Uh, he's going to make it all known. There'll be a lot of people. You know that Epstein thing right now. They're trying to. Uh, I, I remember watching a cowboy movie one time, Brother Danny, and uh, this Indian got off his horse and he got him a limb out. And he's doing like this, and the guy looked and said, "What are you doing?" He said, "I'm covering my tracks." <laughs> there ain't no covering these tracks. I'm telling you, uh, that there'll be an account. There'll be a uh, not only a payment for this. But they'll give account to God for what they've done. And Cain uh, underestimated his anger and he underestimated his actions. And here God said, You're cursed, buddy. You're cursed from the earth which have opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood at thy hand. You remember Cain? He, he's the tiller of the ground up here in verse number 2. Look what God said. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond Shall thou be in all the earth? You know, the world thinks they got away with it. Now, God's serving notice right here on Cain. He's having an answer for what he done. And Cain, of course, <laughs> Cain crying here, verse 13. Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment's greater than I can bear. Here's what I say about that. Cry me a river. Should have thought about that before he killed his brother. Yeah. You know, we, we, we kind of don't realize how important uh, our laws and breaking our laws and bringing people into the courtroom to answer what they've done is. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 11 says, Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, the heart of the Son of Man is fully set them to do evil. I'm telling you, you want to clean the streets up? You want peace on the streets? Uh, just start arresting them, uh, beating them, let them know they can't do wrong. They'll smash and grab. There'll be policemen waiting outside saying, right here, line up. Yeah. I'm just telling you, the method they're using today is kind of like turning the other way, uh, justifying the wicked. And if anybody prosecutes the one that is doing right, uh, it's backwards. God's going to straighten it all up. But here Cain is. Uh, he's complaining. Uh, my punishment's greater than I can bear. But and he, he kind of puts it upon God. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face 
of the earth. And from thy face shall I be hid. He shouldn't have done what he did. He's reaping what he sowed here. And I shall be a fugitive. Will break my heart. He was a fugitive. He killed his brother. And a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass. And, and Cain here, you know, again, this is sarcasm. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. He's putting kind of blame on God there, saying, you know, you're, you're making me a victim here. Uh, no matter where I go, people are going to try to kill me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, that any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east, on the east of Eden. He said that complaint, that uh, contrary walk, got him in all kind of trouble. Didn't have to be that way. We got a lot of canes today. Any way but God's way. Any way but God's way. There's going to be a day of reckoning. And like I said, God's going to bring every work into judgment, whether it's good or whether it's evil. Yes. I'm glad I'm in good standing. Amen. I was a time I wasn't in good standing. I was a short fuse. My wife had to tiptoe around me. Lived in fear, but I'm glad the storm has been made a calm. I'm glad it's different now. I'm glad I'm walking, you know, in the right way, not contrary, but in the light, as he's in the light. But Cain's walk was a contrary walk. His was a complaining walk. And I tell you what, everything that he suffered, he brought on himself. Didn't have to be that way. Like I said, we've got a wolf of Cain's out there right now. You notice the blame game? It's always somebody's fault. Man, I don't know what they're going to do when they run out of people blame things on. But they're walking contrary. Father, we thank you for the thought today. And Lord, if it didn't do nobody else, no good did me. I'm glad I'm not walking contrary no more. I'm glad, praise God, I'm walking with you, walking in the light. As you're in the light. Lord, the blood of your son Jesus cleansed me from all sin. And Lord, you're ordering my steps. And Lord, you even lead me in the paths of righteous for your name's sake. But I pray for the canes out there. I pray for those, Lord, that the Lord, they just can't seem to understand that God loves them and he got something better in mind for them. And I pray God today they'd find a place of repentance and confess how wicked they are and how wrong they are. And I pray, Lord, they'd call upon you rich in mercy all the Colabonians and get a refuge for their soul our Lord get in the get in the right way and do the right thing and make things right between their fellow man between God I pray for the canes out there Lord even today in Christ's name we ask it Lord Amen, Amen. Amen. Alright let's get somebody stand get a brother Jerry sister Sharon she'd help him first for invitation on him I know I'm preaching to the choir today but I'm just a messenger boy I just deliver the message. If the shoe don't fit, don't worry about it.